everyone and welcome to Astrology Hour and I am your host Gabriel and for today's episode we're just going to be sitting down and talking about what and trying to figure out how or what astrology sign you are. So if you already know what astrology sign you are please get this episode and I'll probably down to another one later. To get know me a little bit, I am a 13-year-old gender-fluid bisexual kid. I use pronouns they, them, and it doesn't really matter what my profile says, I like to be named Gabriel. So, I'm also not a professional or perfect astrologer, so I still have some things I need to tweak, tweak, sorry, tweak and perfect. So if I'm wrong about something, don't be afraid to correct me however way. So also, let's just get right started to the birth dates for different signs. And here we go. So if you're in Aries, you're born between March 21st to April 19th. Taurus, you would be... April 20th to May 20th. Gemini, you would be May 21st, June 20, 20th. Yeah. Cancer would be June 21st to July 22nd. If you are a Leo, you would be July 23rd to August 22nd. Libra. September 23rd to October 22nd. Scorpio, October 23rd to November 21st. Sagittarius, November 22nd to December 21st. Capricorn, you'd be December 22nd to January 19th. Aquarius, I'm an Aquarius, so January 20th to February 18th. And finally, Pisces. You were born between February 19th through March 20th. Now, each sign has an element for who they are. It doesn't really have anything to do with the name. It's just kind of a backstory and stuff like that. So Aries, even though it sounds like you're an air, because it has air, ease in it, you are actually a fire element. Taurus is an earth element. Gemini is air to Cancer is water. Leo is fire. But there's more, just a few more. Libra holds the element of air. Scorpio's element is water. Aquarius is is the fire element. Capricorn holds the earth element. Aquarius is an earth or is an air element. My bad, sorry. And Pisces has the water element. Um, sorry about all the stuttering. I don't do good on camera, but I try to forget it as best as I can. So how this podcast works is we're gonna do the astrology signs in the order they're set as, which is Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. That's the order. So next episode, we're going to be focusing on Aries 
and hopefully we're also going to be learning a few definitions of different words. So let's just talk about the first, let's talk about the different elements. So zodiacal signs are each associated with one of the four Greek elements, which are, as we said, air, fire, water, and earth. The Greeks believe these four elements made up the physical universe. Air element creates a desire to be more social, intellectual, and creative. Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini are the zodiacs, three air signs. So, now we're going to be talking about, like, houses. So, so the next thing we're going to be talking about are the houses. And I just want you to know this is not in... This is kind of in my own words, but I'm getting most of my information from Allure, which, com, which is spelled A-L-L-U-R-E dot com. And this is how I find, and this is the article called The 12 Astrological Houses, colon, Interpreting Your Birth Chart Beyond the Zodiac. So, let's get started to talking about what are the houses so the birth chart is divided into 12 equal sections which comprise the houses the number 12 is often spoken in astrology it's a perfect numerical but please don't get confused the houses are not the same as the zodiac wheel which is based off the sun's yearly rotation movement Instead, the houses reflect on the Earth's own 24-hour ro- rotation around its axis. Since the houses rotate every 24 hours, it is essential to use your correct time of birth when calculating your chart. The houses will also shift every four minutes. So, even individuals born on the same day will have radical different natal charts depending on whether their birth time was morning or night. So, the thing, in other words, if the birth time is incorrect, your entire astrog- astrological cosmology will be interac- inaccurate. And that's obviously a bummer. So, what is the first house? Defined by the ascendant, the first house defines you. It, in other words, it represents the body you're born with, your physical appearance, and your general temperament. Natal planets that occupy the first house tend to have a very strong influence in that person's life. Since this is the first stop in the cycle, when planets in the sky transmit from this house, our goals are manifested, and new project ideas or perspectives finally take form, and this corresponds with Aries energy. Now we're going to be talking about the second house. The second house is pretty short and explanatory. It is related to our personal finances, material possessions, and the concept of value. And this house actually corresponds 
with Taurus energy. And the planets transiting the second house reveal changes in resources or self-esteem. Third house is corresponds with Gen- Gemini energy. Gen- energy, communication, transportation, and local community are covered by the third house, and it often builds close relationships with their peers, including including siblings, co-workers, and classmates. Like I said, it corresponds with Gemini energy. So the fourth house corresponds with Cancer energy, and it stands for symbolized home and family. So planets moving across the fourth house often encourage us to invest in our own infrastructure by creating more private nurturing spaces in. So the fifth house is Leo energy and it is linked to creativity, romance, and children. And it's also linked it's all so it's linked to interesting artistic expression while planets transmitting the fifth house often glitter eureka moments that boost our confidence. So in other words, it is linked to creativity, romance, and children, but it also can boost your our confidence. Like I said, it corresponds with Leo energy. The sixth house is Virgo energy. And the sixth house is wealth or health, wellness, and daily routines, including odd jobs. Those with natal planets in this zone are more often fueled by organization and structure and tend to focus on time and calendar management. So now let's move on to the second house, or second, (laughs) seventh house, which corresponds with Libra energy. And it symbolizes, simply put, the seventh house symbolizes your cosmic plus one, which means it, like, money, home, and friends. I can't speak, I'm sorry. Retrace that, I'm sorry. So, the seventh house is Libra energy with money, home, and friends. However, the prospect of, of perspective is introduced. Simply put, the seventh house symbolizes, symbolizes your cosmic plus one. So, I did get that right. All right. I just want to let you know that these, these podcasts are not planned. I just do whatever that comes to my head and whatever I find. I do do multiple takes, though. So, um, The eighth house is related with Scorpio energy. Um, and more frequently, the zone is the area of sex, death, and transformation. And it's also attracted to supernatural or occult topics, intense romances, and will likely regenerate often within their lifetime. The ninth house is with Sagittarius energy. 
travel, philosophy, and higher education all defined to the ninth house. In medieval astrology, this religion was linked to places and people outside your village. Now we interpret this area as both literal and intellectual exploration. And those born with natal planets in the ninth house are extremely curious and inquisitive with deep-rooted wanderlust. The tenth house it corresponds with Capricorn energy. It's public, it, it, all, it governs public image, professional aspirations, and career achievements. It also signifies the height of your success because it is in the highest point in the birth chart, which is called the mid-heaven. And it's also embedded, often embedded in your 10th house, and it, yeah, and it signifies the height of your success, like I said. The 11th house is Aquarius energy. We're almost done. Just two more to go. And this, all as the houses begin their descent, the 11th house helps us remember the purpose of our hard work. The 11th house is linked to the humanitarian pursuits as well as our distant network. Technology and innovation also exist within the zone, so these, those born with planets in the 11th house are often defined by their revolutionary ideas. And finally, the 12th house, which gives off Pisces energy, Alright, now since we're moving on to the 12th house, here's what it says. In the sky, the 12th house exists just beneath the horizon. It's quite literally the darkness before dawn. Likewise, the 12th house is considered the unseen realm and governs all those things that exist without physical forms like dreams, secrets, and emotions. Those born with planets in the 11th house are often highly intuitive, perhaps even psychic, we attract karmic people into our lives when planets transfit the eleven, the twelfth house. But during this time, we also we must also remember that not all relationships are meant to be last. Like I said, this corresponds with Pisces energy. So you're probably asking yourself, what is a birth chart? A birth chart is technically like. If you take a picture of the sky at the moment of your birth, it reveals precise location of each of the planets and which constellation they occupy. So that's where the houses come into place. There's actually many different types of astrology, like the one I've been doing right now, but there's also something called Chinese astrology. So Chinese astrology blends Chinese lunar astrology, five element theory, philosophy, and mathematics with a few elements imported from Hellenistic astrology to create a unique system used in Chinese medicine. I'm not 
I don't think I'm just gonna say those words right, so I apologize if I'm saying them wrong. Feng Shu and the I Ching. I probably butchered those, I'm very sorry. Also known as the Book of Changes, of the Book of Changes. The Chinese zodiac, however, differs from Hellenistic zodiac signs. Its symbols are the rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster, dog, and a pig. I kind of want to get more into elements. So, as it says here in a book, I get, like I said, I get my information from my parents or allure.com. And I also got it from this book called The Astrology Dictionary, Cosmic Knowledge from A to Z, and all like that. So the book says, In ancient times, elements referred to the basic constituents of matter which from all things are made. Greek philosopher Empedicles, I probably butchered names. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Suggested four elements, which we all know are fire, earth, air, and water, as essential components of the natural world. Hellenistic astrology incorporated these elements as the names of the zodiac triple cities. Chinese astrology and philosophy featured featured features five elements water metal fire wood and earth the visual planets were named for these elements mercury as water star venus as metal star and mars as fire star jupiter as wood star and saturn as earth star so that is actually very interesting now let's talk about the equinox. So equinox is literally in my notes I have it's technically fall back and spring forward which are like set clocks one hour behind or forward. But if you want to get the scientific version of it here it is. A term meaning equal night. Equinox marks when the beginning of spring or fall seasons. A time of year when the day and night are of equal length. In the tropical zodiac, equinoxes occur when the sun enters Aries or Libra. These signs form part of the world axis. In northern hemisphere, the spring equinox falls at zero degrees. Aries and the fall equinox at zero degrees Libra. In the southern hemisphere, this is reversed. So like I said, it's basically spring forward and fall back. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, I'm sorry you didn't. I will try harder. If you have any questions, please let me know. And I might have a new guest.
you might have a guest here, but you never know. It all depends on if someone wants to join. But if you have any questions, please let me know and I'll answer them. Hopefully you had a fun time listening. Sorry if I butchered any words, which I most likely did. I have a weird voice, so it's pr- I'm pretty tired right now. Hopefully you all had a good day and night, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye!